And we're joined now by Bill Grudzinski. He is the Transit Safety Director at Metrolinx. Welcome to the show, Bill. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Uh, thanks for being here. Yesterday we found out that you have established a canine unit. It's going to provide more canine security in Union Station. What motivated the creation of the unit? Well, we've, we've got an extremely uh, enviable safety and security record here at Metrolinx, one we're very proud of. Safety is essential to everything we do. It's central to everything we do. But having said that, you can't take that for granted. It takes a lot of work to, to maintain that. Uh, we obviously take a look at uh, the, the security uh, situation across the, the city, the, the province, the world. Uh, and essentially what we are always doing is looking at ways to improve uh, our security posture. So. Um, the idea of implementing a canine unit came up uh, some time ago. There was a, a lot of discussion about it. Uh, we did a, a lot of research, a lot of a lot of consultation, and it was clear that from our perspective, adding uh, a canine unit would uh, give us a tremendous uh, improvement in our security posture. Uh, for a relatively low uh, investment, and what we, we managed to do, and we're very, very proud of it and pleased with the partnership with the Toronto Police, is we reached out to the Toronto Police. They were willing to support us uh, with both acquiring the dogs, training the dogs, and then the uh, after-implementation support. So uh, we've been at this for a bit. Uh, the approval came last year, and we did a, a really extensive recruitment here at Transit Safety. We had a lot of interest. Um, we identified three experienced uh, transit safety special constables. Uh, they were picked not just for their aptitude with dogs, but their, their skill with customers, uh, because this is about uh, delighting uh, our customers, keeping our customers safe. And then uh, acquiring the dogs has been quite a challenge. Uh, we've got a, a complement of three. We've got two on board right now, and we're looking for a third one. We're looking for, for dogs that have an aptitude for sniffing out threats, but the dogs also have have an aptitude for dealing with large crowds of people, uh, the noise of the train shed, um, being a good all-around dog. And these these dogs are apparently hard to come by. And yeah. The two that we have, we're extremely pleased. The dog that was out yesterday for the kickoff, Dash, is lab, uh, big hit, um, very good at what it does, which is key. Uh, a good fit with a handler, which is essential. There's got to be a really good pair bond between handler and animal. And then the dog has to um, delight the customers and. Uh, while we're asking customers not necessarily to pet the dog because the dog's there to work, that being said, we want our customers to be comfortable with these animals, the handlers, and um, when they see them, it's, it's a new normal at Union Station, but a good new normal. Are you allowed to touch the dogs? So what we're asking is, so it's not an absolute no, <laughs> because we're seeing already how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what we're asking is, is for any customers that, that see the canine, they're clear, they, and it's clear that they are working, you'll see just by the behavior of the dog, but... If the handler's standing there and the dog's sitting and they're taking a bit of a breather, um, we'd ask customers to engage the handler. So speak to the handler, mm-hmm. uh, have a conversation, and we're asking the handlers to gauge the, the level of, of engagement with customers. Watched the situation yesterday with a mom and a little girl, and there was no way we weren't going to let the little girl go and visit the dog, and it was a great experience. So that being said, it's a serious business for the dogs. Uh, we, so, Bill, what is that going to look like? On a daily basis. I mean, are the dogs, yeah. are they going to be looking around for packages that are left unattended? Yeah, so there's two two prime duties you'll see the dog. So doing regular security sweeps, which is part of our business here. We, we do that constantly in a variety of different ways. The dog can do those same sweeps much quicker, much faster. So you'll see them tracking through the station or around corners, uh, out of way places. And they're able to pick up scent much more easily than you can necessarily see something on your eyes. So that's a, that's a key function of the dog. 
The second is we're a large transportation hub, 300,000 people going through. Our lost and found, if you ever visited, is massive. Lots of stuff gets left behind. So when we come across an unattended uh, package, we have a process to determine whether it's curious or suspicious. And then we have a standard operating procedure that determines what we do with the package. So there's a clearing of the package, and 99.9% .9 of the time, it's somebody's gone to McDonald's to get some coffee, and they've left their bag for a few minutes, they come back and, and we clear it. If the package becomes suspicious, then it requires us to freeze the area, consider evacuation, calling the local police, and then that all takes time and interrupts our service. So what the dog can do with an unattended package is clear it much more quickly, and then we can minimize the disruption to our customers. So it's, it speeds everything up. Yeah, I would imagine so, it also is going to take pressure off the Toronto Police Canine Unit. Absolutely. They're busy people, and yeah. they've, they've got their own challenges. But the, the, the best part of the program is if we do alert on a package, we've got an established relationship. They know our training. They know our handlers. They know our dogs. So they're going to trust our judgment, and there's no doubt we'll get great support from them. Are there credible threats against the Union Station? There's, there's, there's been a number of threats across the city over the years. The, you know, the credible threat to, to Union Station, um, off the top of my head, uh, you know, uh, I can't, I can't think of a specific credible threat toward right. Union since I've been here in, in seven years. Okay, well, that's uh, that takes a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, re relief. I'm sure they, people are relieved to hear that. Um, very quickly, I just wanted to wrap this up with where the dogs going to be. Uh, you know, when you say the dogs are going to be available 24 hours a day. Um, you know, obviously they're not going to live at Union Station, I would imagine. No, no, um, no. How does that work with two dogs? Yeah, so the, the dogs become partners with the transit safety officers, special constables, and they're with them both on duty and off duty. The dogs, when they leave, you know, Union Station or wherever they're working that day, go home with the handler. They have a, a vehicle, approved vehicle. They're kenneled at the handler's house, but they don't become a pet. They're not part of the family, so to speak, they're separate and apart. That's uh, downtime for them when they, they go home with the handler. The idea is when they come to work, the dog, in, in some ways, they see work for what we would call work. It's playtime for them. Sure. We, we want them busy and playing here at Union Station, not at you know in the backyard or on the beach. So uh, it's it's just the way uh, working dogs uh, are trained. And the dogs are used to it. It's not a hardship, and that's why when they come to work, they're they're happy, they're motivated. And uh, watching Dash yesterday, he was having a ball. Very quickly, when will we start seeing them working at Union Station? So the mid to end September for sure for two of them. The third one will be a bit later, but certainly by the end of September, you'll you'll be meeting Dash and Raiden, handlers of uh, Brenton Hoffman and Cindy Shikatomi. All right. Thanks so much, Bill. I appreciate your time. My pleasure.